Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. You might have heard the news today that 49% of drivers believe that a company driver rule should be scrapped for learner drivers. That was according to the survey carried out on behalf of Aviva Insurance Ireland. It also showed 25% of drivers think the accompanied driver rule for learners should be scrapped until the backlog is cleared. 19% of drivers believe amnesty should be given to learner drivers due to the large backlog of driving test applications, as was done back in 1979. I'm sure they do. That would avoid those 19% actually going and doing a test at all because they just get a free licence. Do you remember the amnesty back in 1979? My mother, at the time, got a driver's licence, so she had a full driver's licence. She never sat behind the wheel of a car in her life. She never drove in her life, never even tried, never did a lesson, never tried to drive a car. She was not, just no, not interested. My father drove her everywhere. But yet, she had a full license because she got it during the amnesty, like most people. Now, that seems a bit bonkers to me, by the way. Unleashing unqualified drivers onto the road with a license because we can't get through the backlog quick enough is a bit bonkers. We did it before. It was a bad idea. We all know it was a bad idea. That's not going to happen again. I hope not, anyway. Is there anything in this country that is working as it should be. It seems not. Nothing in this country seems to. We're making an absolute harlics of everything in this country. We couldn't run a piss up in a brewery. We? I mean, Jane, you couldn't. This lot, I swear to God, they wouldn't get it in a brothel. They, they just, they can't do anything right. Everything we do, we make a hames of. The children's hospital, immigration, everything we do, we, we just make a mess of it. Housing people, social welfare. We make a mess of everything. We're incapable of running a country. Well, it's not us. It's the people we elect. They're completely incapable of it. It's, it's quite clear. It's not that difficult. It's a small little country. There's only five million people in it. Jesus, could you imagine Leo and Michal over in America with 360 million people? God almighty. Hmm. Is there anything, by the way, that you can think of that we do well. Making the bollocks of things. That's what we do. <laughs> we do that really well. We're champions. We get first, first prize for that one. Get the gold. But is there anything we do well at all? I don't know. If anybody can think of anything we do well, by the way, when you text in 87 8 Is there anything that we do well? Anyway, getting back to driving. The, uh, the accompanied driver rule means that a learned driver must be accompanied by driving by a driver who has their full license for two years or more. Now, we all know that according to the survey, half of you will, would uh, scrap it. Uh, in other words, you would get rid of that if you thought it was a, you know, an available option for you. Now, they did bring in the Clancy Amendment to the legislation go back a few years ago. And the reason they brought that in was sadly because somebody died uh, because a driver who didn't have an accompanied driver with them um, was on the wrong side of the road and sadly the people coming the other direction in a head-on collision uh, died. So the particular piece of legislation amendment was named after them. Now, it doesn't happen that often, thankfully. And I, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I'm genuinely on the fence for the, with this, right? That, okay, you may have an experienced driver beside you, but if you don't stop quick enough or, you know, the car in front of you stops and you're a learner and they stop, and you don't know what to do, and you don't hit the break in time, having someone sitting beside you is not going to make an ounce of difference to that problem. Uh, so I get that. But I do also get the idea that it makes it a bit more difficult, and certainly it shouldn't be that easy for you to, to you know, drive around 
with no skill whatsoever. You know, and the idea that you can just get into a car with a provision license or a learner permit, as they call it nowadays, and drive a car on a road, you know, a piece of metal that weighs a ton, to drive it around as you wish on a busy road with pedestrians and cars around is a bit bonkers in itself. But look, that's probably the only way we can do things. So, do you believe we should scrap the accompany driver rule? Because there is an argument. People say, well, hold on. I'm waiting for my test. I live in the middle of nowhere. I have a family to feed. I need to get to, I need to, get to work. I can't ring me dad every morning to come to work with me just because I need a qualified driver beside me or my ma. Let me know what you think. The number, as usual, is 87 Should we scrap that law? Eddie, I, how are you? Good evening, Noel. You well? Good. Eddie, I, I mean, look, this rule has been around since time began. Since the since my day at the provisional licence, you were meant to have a qualified driver with you, right? But nobody ever abided by it, and nobody ever done anything about it. Until about five years ago when the Clancy Amendment came in, and now the guards kind of got tough on it. So, but should we scrap it? Is it, is it, a, is it a good law? Oh, do you know what, Noel? I have to say, I wouldn't scrap it. And like you said there, all it takes is for one person to go out on the road, on a provisional, on his own, cause a big accident, a few people die, and then everyone will be out saying he shouldn't be on the road. Right? And then also... But, but, the but, 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 but no, hang on, sorry, before you go any further, before you go into the also, would having a qualified driver sitting beside him have made a difference? Well, at the moment, my nephew's doing his, driver, he's doing his lessons. And I did take him out in my car, uh, and he bought his own little car, but he doesn't drive it unless he has a fully licensed driver like me with him. And there's times where we're driving down the road and reading the road signs, he's only learning. I know more about that. Getting in right lanes, coming to roundabouts, stuff like that. He's learning it. But with me with him, he's safer than he would be on his own. There's no doubt about it, you know, because mm. I'm driving years. Yeah. And all it, like I said, all it takes is one big bad accident, like you said there, that Clancy Amendment or whatever, and it just shut the whole thing down. And then you also have the insurance companies. They just, if if they were out in the car on their own and they have a crash, their insurance is null and void. They're not going to cover them. You know? Yeah, no, they will They will refuse to cover, uh, to cover them. Yeah, they'll turn around and go, no, you broke the, you broke the agreement. You were supposed to drive that with only a fully qualified driver in their passenger seat. Yeah. You drove it on your own. You crashed. And not only that, the person that's driving the car on their own, maybe an 18-year-old teenager, and he writes off someone else's car. Because his insurance is none of it, he has to pay this person back 20, 30 grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not worth it. What we do need to do, I totally agree with you. We don't know how to run a bath. Um, we need to get more bloody testers. We need to employ more testers. Like my nephew at the moment, the waiting list for him is 10 months to a year. Now, what happens if he fails his test? How long is he going to be waiting for the next one? I know, no, I know. It's absolutely bonkers. Now, his mate, I, I said to him, don't go out and buy a car. Just don't go out and buy a car because I don't want you driving it on your own illegally. Well, he went out and he bought a car, right? Just pig-headed. But fair play to him. He's only driving. He actually gets the bus to work. He's only driving it when he has a fully qualified driver with him. In fact, it actually conked out the other day because the battery was flat because it sits in the garden that much because he doesn't drive it as much as he should do. But on the flip side of that, his mate went out, bought a car, and he's been caught about three or four times by the guards. It's been impounded. Uh, they find him, the whole lot. You know, it's, is it worth it? This is because he didn't have a qualified driver with him. 
Because he didn't have a qualified driver. Yeah, yeah. And, and just Actually, to let people know, yeah, because somebody texted, yeah, somebody texted about the Clancy Amendment, just to remind people, of course, it was Geraldine Clancy and her daughter Louise that were killed in a car crash back in 2017 or 18, I think it was, um, when an, a, an unqualified driver had a head-on collision with them. And sadly, that particular day, they lost their lives. And that's why the amendment was brought in. Now, as I said, the legislation was already there, but the amendment was brought in to clarify to everybody, going forward, we're not letting people away with this anymore. You know, you go to Florida on your holidays. Would you get on a plane if you knew the pilot didn't have a license? <laughs> no, but if I knew there was a qualified pilot beside him, I'd probably do it. But there you go. See, so yeah. I'm, I'm now but contradicting myself. If there yeah. wasn't a qualified pilot. That's my point. Yeah, they have to learn sometime. Yeah. Yeah, and this is what you're all, you have to think about. Like this driver, this unqualified driver, he has the responsibility of every single passenger. But what, yeah, but when well. do you, yeah, but when do you cease to... The, the, with the old licence system, the provisional and the full licence, now it's a learning permit, right? The provisional is gone, right? But with the old system, for your first... Do you remember the old system? You had to have two provisionals before you could make an application for a full licence. Wasn't that the way it was years ago? And, oh, I don't know. Yeah, and on the first one, you had to have the qualified driver, but on the second one, you didn't, right? In other words, they assumed after a year you knew how to drive a car. And, and I kind of understand that to some degree. But but now it's just you must have once you've learned a permit you must have a, a qualified driver with you right, and I, I I sometimes I think well if somebody has maybe driven on a par- learn a permit for two years they probably know how to drive a car just as well as I well maybe not as well as I do or you Billy, well no maybe. this I'll, I'll I'll shoot you down there now right because I know someone that works in the test center right and there's people coming in every day lads about between eighteen and twenty four twenty five right to get a job to go out to get a car on finance brand new car right driving it for three or four years, go in for a test, drive to the test centre in their brand new car that they've had two or three years, fail the test, and then get out and drive home. Mm. It's gas. You know, it's absolutely gas. They're actually just proved there and then. Oh, yeah, I know. And you do get it. When you fail, you get a certificate of incompetence. Um, In other words, we're telling you you're incapable of driving a car, but then we let you drive it home again. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, bonkers. Like, but but here, but see, well, then you're right about the backlog. We need more testers, but they they won't. Yeah. For some reason, they don't seem to want to hire private companies to do the testing. Um, you know, it would be much easier if they hired. When I say hire private companies, the tests, you know, the companies that go out and give the lessons. For example, there are a lot of qualified people doing those that could do the tests. They could be given a quick course on how to do the test. But they don't seem to want to do that. That would speed up the whole process for everybody. It would. It was like the same with the NCT. They had to bring in loads of lads from the Philippines and they live over in the hotels over here in the north side near the airport and they bust them over to the likes of Font Hill and all these other places every day. And the next time you're getting your NCT, you'll see all these lads because they just couldn't get Irish lads to do it, you know? Well, it's just, well rather than do what they do in the UK, for example, or in England, which is you go to a you know a recognised garage in your area and they're, they're licensed to do the, the MOTs, you know? Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Stay, well, stay there for a second, Billy, uh, or Eddie. Billy, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you keeping? Good. I mean, there's a lot of people waiting for tests, you know, maybe set first time around, well, second time around, and they can't drive. They're not allowed, well, technically, but they are doing it, but they're not allowed. Well, no, f- first thing, the Clancy, the Clancy case was 2015. 2015? Was it that long ago? Sorry, I do apologise. It's Yeah. 2015 when that happened, and absolutely horrific case of yeah. an unaccompanied driver causing that accident, and that from memory of the case that happened after that unaccompanied driver had been caught on numerous occasions 
breaking the law, being unaccompanied and driving, and still did it anyway. Yeah. So that, that's thank you. Number, yeah. All right, Jason. Oh, sorry about that. No, 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 secondly, then I was listening to another uh, radio station. Do, do it. I do it on. How occasion. dare you? There was. I know, I know. You, you, you won't hold it against me. This is the podcast now, so you know. G- give, give me a break on that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'll what, give you a break. What, so. what was what was said was someone had called in and had said that testers, um, they're actually looking for new testers now. But the last batch of testers that they had, their contract expired, and they were not allowed to renew that contract. Why? So they're after letting go. I'm not sure what the reason was, but basically the contract that they had about a hundred of those testers, their contracts had expired, and that the Department of Transport was contracting for new testers instead of renewing those. So a hundred of them are gone, and they're getting in sixty to replace. I think was the figure that was quoted. Right. So they're still going to be forty down. Still forty down, and you've got a hundred people there that could do the job, but they don't want to keep them in for whatever reason. Um, it's not just a hundred. There's there's lads and ladies all over the country who give, give who give lessons who are very qualified if they were given a bit of a course. Yeah, but you need you need you need to you need to be qualified as a tester. Of course, yeah, they'd have to a course as a tester. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like you're right. But as it stands, they're getting rid of a hundred. They're getting in sixty to replace that hundred. So instead of having a hundred and sixty. They're they're just they're they're losing out on on a hundred testers. Can, can I just say by the way, being a tester, right? Uh, no disrespect to testers, it's not the most difficult job in the world. You know, mm. it's, it's the same. It's you're you're taking not. the same route every day. You're telling people to do the same technical things that they have to do. I don't know whether they still do the reverse around the corner, the three point turn, and all they those. Did. Well, when when I when I did it a couple of years ago, they they did. Yeah, so you so it's the same, it hasn't changed. You know what I mean. I'm not sure what the truth in this is or not, Niall. But I remember when I was doing the the tests, the the great the great myth out there was that there was a a percentage that they had to hit in failures, whether you were whether you're good or not good enough. I think the percentage one not. year. I remember talking about this one year, and I think it was like one year was fifty one percent failures. Yeah. Mm. Now, what what does that say that the instructors aren't doing their jobs properly? That the the twelve lesson system hasn't worked properly? You know, fifty percent. If if any any other industry had a forty nine or fifty percent failure rate. You'd be looking at the the way the test is being administered. But I so I did the test. Question. I did the test four years ago. Uh, was it four mm-hmm. years ago? Myself and Helena, my producer at the time, we both did the driving test for the crack. We had a tester on the air, and we were talking about it. And he says, "Why don't you just come and do the test?" And we said, "Okay." We both failed. Now yeah. I okay. failed. Now I, in my defence, I failed because I was driving a manual car, which I hadn't driven in about fifteen years, and mm-hmm. and. <laughs> I forgot to take, I took my foot off the clutch too quickly at an intersection, the car just cut out. And yeah. I was instantly failed. And rightly so, probably too. Helena failed because she mounted the footpath. <laughs> so it just goes to show you, it is easy to fail. But but, but that's, that's, that's another thing now. After you pass your test, there is no, unless you're a professional driver, there is no driver competency after that. Hmm. Do your test. You're done. That's it. It doesn't matter if you drive until you're until you're then. I think it's seventy when you have to start going to the doctor to get a doctor to sign off that you need to get your license renewed every year. It might be later than that again, but you know, once you've got that test done, that's it. You never have to have any sort of continuous continuous improvement or assessment. And it's, well, you know, I was going to say we should change that in the future, but there's probably no point because within the next ten to twenty years, cars or most cars will be autonomous anyway. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that now. Maybe yeah. not ten to twenty. It it might happen eventually, but 
you know, there's still going to be there's still going to be instances where people will want to drive. And if you look at the 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 roads at the moment, like even the testing at the moment, so when you do your lessons, you're not brought on a motorway. You know, I never understood that. Yeah, you should be for for certainly you're not for, brought on a. Hey, you should be you're doing. not brought on a dual carriageway. You're not brought on a motorway. You don't, you know, if if you if if you've driven down and I was on a motorway or you're on, how many people hog the overtaking lane? Just sit out in the overtaking lane. Yeah. And you the know, majority of people are tested in daylight as well, not at night time. Yeah. yeah. Or, or very, you know, and conditions, wet wet conditions can be, yeah. you know, if, if people don't know how to react to these conditions, it's, 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 you know, we're always being told that we need to improve road safety. But after we do a driving test, very little is done to improve road the safety. Highest rate, of, the highest rate of accidents at the moment, by the way, in case you didn't notice, I was only reading this last night. Hold on, I think I saved it on my phone because I thought it was an interesting statistic for the show, so I said I'd save it. I'm 90% sure I saved it. No, my luck, I bloody didn't. Um, let me see. It was to do with, it was research. No, no, I bloody didn't save it. Anyway, it was to do with research in relation to who has the most amount of accidents. And mm-hmm. the answer is electric cars. Um, electric cars have a much higher rate currently at the moment of accidents. Now, when I say accidents, not fatalities, just accidents, um, than regular cars. And that's because people are shifting from diesel and, ele- and petrol to electric and they don't have a grasp of the torque that are in the electric cars. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, you know, the average electric car has a faster torque or better torque than, a, you know, a Lamborghini. You know what I mean? So people don't get that immediately when they're driving them. And for the first yeah, while, but, but, they're but running into things. And... Yeah. Yeah. So electric cars have a high rate of accidents. You know, but but again, it's it's a different it's a different way of driving, different style of driving. Oh, yeah, the same way as when you do a test, you either do your test in an automatic or a manual, and you're only qualified mm-hmm. and you're only licensed to drive one or the other. Or if it, well, if you no. do it in a manual, you're licensed to drive both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you do it in a, an automatic, you're only licensed to drive an automatic. Um, well, that's, that's going to be another thing going forward now because electric cars. most cars, mm. most cars now are going to be automatic. Uh, yeah. the, the, the case of the manual gearbox has kind of gone out the window. Yeah, I don't understand why people drive manual cars. I just don't get it. Go, going going forward, <laughs> they're probably not going to have an option in new cars. It will be it'll will be automatics predominantly. So, well, stay there just for a second. Let me go to Sandra as well. Sandra, hi. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good, Sandra. Your daughter's waiting for the test. Um, a year, a, y- a year. It's a year. She said she's. They told her she's going to get it in July, and she applied in June last year. Wow. I have five kids. She is number three, so I have two that are much younger than her, and she is a good driver. She is a safe driver, and every day I have to suffer. And after I drop the other two to school, I have to come back. She has to drive to college just to keep her practice up, and then I drive home. I drive her car home, and then her car sits across the road. Every day, it drives me mad. She has to get the bus then into town from college and into work, and then she's not even home from work yet. And it drives me mad because she's a safe driver. And I like that my younger two are 11 and 8, and I wouldn't let them in the car with her if she wasn't a safe driver. Mm. The two of them sit in the back if she has to do X, Y, and Z, or she's driving Mm. on the weekend. But it takes away from everything that I'm trying to do with my life. It is the biggest burden. Now, I learned to drive the way everybody else did. I got into the car, I'd done my lessons. Once I'd passed my, my 10 lessons and, and I'd done the first test and I failed it like on the clutch and it was a new clutch I got. So the second one, I got it. But I went out and I drove every day and I had my older three kids in the car who were babies at the time. So I was safe and I was careful 
and I've never been in an accident touch wood and I taught my daughter how to drive. Now we got her 10 lessons as well yep. and she got with her 12 lessons and your man was really impressed with her. I was like, God, you're great. She's great at parking. She does the three-point turn. I taught her in the tiniest little alleyway in town behind Sophie's bar when she was on her way into work one morning. Cried her eyes out. I'm not going to be able to turn the car around. She did it. And I was like, no, look at you. Aren't you great? To this day, we still laugh about it. Mm -hmm. And it drives me mad that she can't just get into her car and practice and drive. And she's a safe driver. See, Billy, are you listening to this? Billy, are you listening to this? And and I I understand this. I wouldn't let her in the car. If if I thought she was going to kill herself with somebody else, I would say you were not ready to drive in the car by yourself. And I I would put, as it is now, I'd be happy for her to do that. And she's friends that get into their car with no adult supervision and just go off and drive. And like that, cars have been taken off and so many times, some of them are lucky and get away with it. I'm not willing to let her do that because I don't want to mess anything up for her. But if push them to shove and it was an emergency, I'd have to say to her, you need to go and do well, it. Well, here's the risk. If she got caught, by the way, she could end up with points on her licence. If she got uh, caught, uh, yeah. this is the thing. It would and, be and, and her first insurance would be loaded. Okay, well, well, hang, on, well hang, on, hang on, Sandra, just a second. Billy, see, I do see a case... You know, whereby all I'm going to say, Niall, is the Clan- the Clancy Amendment and what happened. I know, I know, but hang on, but what about? I know, but you can't punish everybody. Hang on, there's, there's people. Pun- people have pun- died on the road. Pun- Listen, hang on punishment. for a minute. It is. I know. Hang people on, hang on. Died. No, hang on, Sandra. Just let Billy finish what he was saying. Hang on. There's people that have died on the roads, and you can't punish everybody that drives because people have been killed. And I'm not taken away from families because I I have five children myself. And I would be devastated if anything happened to them. My world would end. But I'm saying it's but, not but, fair to take away from everybody to say, okay, you know what? You're not allowed to drive now. Because not every, not every young driver is reckless. Okay, just let Billy respond to that. But, but Sandra, it's not, it's not punishment. It's, it, it, the it rules of the road. It's, it, it's not. It's, it's not, a punishment. It's not, you can call it a rule if you want, but it is a punishment. It is but are they are they just punishing your daughter then? But how 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 are we as drivers? Like, you're I am getting being you're, I am being you're, punished. I'm being punished. It, 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 I would I would say it's an inconvenience to you. It's not a punishment. It's, it is a punishment to me. It is. It's, it's, an, it's it, an inconvenience. It affects my life. It is affects my life hugely, hugely. I have other mm-hmm. kids in this house that I have to try and look after and get to X, Y, and Z, and at the same time. I have to try my best to get out and get her to practice as much as she can. And it's a but massive the, the, punishment the, for me. It is a punishment. Hang on, please, Sandra. Just let Billy respond. She is a safe, the she fault is a here, safe Sandra, it, driver. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sandra, if, if I may, the, 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 the fault here is not your daughter, it's not you. It's the fact that there's not enough testers. As you said, your daughter put in her application in June of last year to get tested and we'll be waiting till what did you say, July? July. Yeah, this the year. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Okay. But but okay, let, let me let me just give a compromise here. And I don't know whether you would agree with the compromise, Billy. That similar to the way the old system worked, which I think I was explaining to Eddie or yourself, I can't remember, that when you had your provisional license when I was young. Oh, sorry, hang on, someone has the radio on in the background there. When you had the provisional license when I was young, you on the first license, as far as I remember, you had to have your qualified driver. On your second provisional license, or learner permit as they call it now, you didn't have to have a qualified driver. No, no I, I, I don't agree with that either because you could sit around your provision license or your learner permit as it is now last two years. You could sit around for two years and not do anything and not do any of the 10 lessons and get your second provisional license. And by the logic that you're proposing there, 
you'd be allowed to drive on a No, no, I, no, there has to be criteria too. You'd have to have done the 10 lessons. You see, you see now, this is, this is the thing. The system changed because the system... But if you were work. allowed to practice, if you were allowed to practice, that would be fine. And this is the thing. The kids aren't being allowed well, to practice. There is kids the, the, that get their 10 lessons. And you know what? They can't practice because there's no one around to help them. I have a nephew at the moment who has a car sitting in the garden for three months, hasn't been able to get into that car because there's no mm-hmm. one around to help him. And like that, he done his 10 lessons. We're waiting for his test. When is his test? Next Look, year. Look, I, 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 was, I, was, I was in my late 20s before I got a car and had, like, I was living away from home. I didn't have the luxury of having a parent get in the car with me and, and go around. I, it, it, I drove on a provisional licence with nobody beside me. Hang on, hang on, I can only hear one person at a time. Sorry, Billy, I, I drove on a provisional licence with nobody. Okay, Billy, did you drive on a provisional licence with nobody beside you? I, I, um, I had to get housemates, Niall, to go uh, in the Billy, car with me. How old are you, Billy? Uh, Niall, I, I, I'm in my, in my 30s, Niall. Oh, okay, I and thought I you were... So, okay, okay. okay. I was in my late twenties when I when I got my when, when I got my license. But I most of us car. of my age, of my vintage, we didn't have people in the car with us. Yeah, no. But in uh, on your of, of your age and your vintage, there wasn't two million cars on the road at the time either. You know, mm-hmm. there it was a different time. It was, you know, back in what was it, nineteen seventy three, when everyone in the country who had a provisional license, seventy nine, seventy nine, yeah, sorry, given a license without a test, an amnesty, just posted that's, out. That's right. Prior prior to that, if your your oh, qualifying that was criteria, <laughs> the, prior to that in the in the late sixties, the qualifying criteria to get a license was if your father had a car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we're not going. We're, we're not going back to that time. You know, we're not. It's not. But, going but to I get what Sandra's saying. If that young fella has a car sitting in the garden for three months and he has no qualified driver to sit in the car with him, so he can get out and get a bit of experience and practice, and he does his test, and let's say just let's say he passes his test and he gets his driver's license and then he can go out on the road, he's now going out on a road with very little practice, but enough just so he can pass his test because he did his lessons. So he has no real experience of driving. Do you understand what I'm saying? That that doesn't make sense. Um, but I, again, Niall, it's... It's just like a tick the, a box. The, the, the system as a whole doesn't make sense, Niall. The test as a whole doesn't well, make well, sense. That's what we're talking it, about. It doesn't make sense. But, it, that young fella's ticking a box. It doesn't, but Niall... Sandra's daughter's ticking boxes. But, send, but sending sending people out on the road, unaccompanied, also doesn't make sense. But you're willing you know, to send a young fella out who hasn't driven his car in three months, might not get his test for another three or four months or whatever he gets it, he might pass his test, then he's go out go out on a road and he hasn't driven the car in six or seven months. Niall, if we were serious about about testing in this in this country, as you said, there we'd be testing in the dark. We'd be testing on. We, each, it would be a setup like they have in the U.S. with a driver's ed type situation, where you would drive down an empty road before you go on to show that you can drive on an empty road before you can drive on road with other cars. Personally, I speak that I believe that every child should come out of secondary school with a driver's license. Com- complete, completely agree with you. Yeah. Completely so, agree with but you. But so, Sandra, I, I, your daughter must be fierce frustrated, is she? Sorry, say that again. She, Your daughter, she must be fierce frustrated that she can't drive oh, the car. Oh, she's, she's livid. She really is livid. Mm. And I feel sorry for her because I'm not paying for the insurance on the car. She is. And she's paying two and a half grand for the year for her to have the luxury of driving the car to college when she's in college. And, and, and then she has work. I might sound harsh, Sandra. I had to wait 10 months for my first test and I had to wait six months for my second test. 
Yeah, and for both of you, that's an unacceptable time period. But just both of you stay there a second. Let me just go to Sean. Sean, hi, how are you? Hi, Noel, how are you? Good. Uh, Sean, you've heard, uh, you've heard Sandra, her daughter, her car sitting across the road. She only gets to drive it when her mum yeah. is available to go with her. Yeah. Um, Noel, I'm a professional driver. And um, I'm a professional driver since I'm 21. Um, I had both licences to teach people how to drive and a taxi licence. And I've done both, Noel. Um, you know, and, and you know, I've been listening to both conversations here. Um, my son, Noel, he's twenty-one now, and he's been driving four years. Mm. Now, what I done with him, Noel, is I got him insured in my car when I was he was seven then. Yeah, he passed his, you know, was thirty, and he got his professional license, Noel. I put him on my insurance, Noel, and I had him driving my cars, Noel. It, my cars, while he was on my insurance, um, because he, he couldn't obviously get his own car, you know, because I have high-powered cars now. Mm. He was driving them around while he was seven there. And I told him, don't put a provisional, or a, 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 sorry, a learner permit on, or a, you know, the learner. Um, on the window? So I'm, yes, of course. So he was driving them, but no, yes. he, and you weren't with him in the car when he was driving them? Oh, no, absolutely not. No, no. He, you see, <laughs> what, what, what that, that this woman just said there a minute ago, um, I assessed him, and I knew he was a good driver. And he got his 10 lessons, and even the driving tester said, he's great, he's great. That's marvellous. I'm, deli- I'm, deli- I'm delighted he was marvellous in the end. But the fact that you, yeah. and you're talking about high-performance cars, because most kids now are not allowed to drive anything past the 1.6 oh, I know or whatever. That. And that's why I, I, I pointed this out. And it's the fact that I pointed this out. Noel. And you were okay with your 17-year-old milling around in a high-performance car? Absolutely. You with, see, here's the thing, though. Without you sitting and beside I, I'm outline. I'm going to outline this to you. First of all, a car is a car, whether it's a one litre or a two litre. No. They're going to kill no, themselves no, anyway. No, 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 hold no on. you're talking Excuse to your, me. Now, hold you're, on, now, Sean, you're talking to no. yours. No. There's a big, no, di- there's a big difference in driving a Micra and driving, I don't know, a BMW. No, there's a, I, there, of course there's a big difference. Hold on, Noel. A migrant can do 100 miles an hour, same as a BMW, Noel. Oh, Jesus. Now, I wouldn't like to do 100 miles an hour in a micro, but go on. Well, it, it can do it. And, and, and the second of all, Noel, I have told, and I've said to your researcher, me sitting in the passenger seat, what am I meant to do? And, and that goes back to the last caller there. What Billy, am I meant to do Billy, yeah. in a collision? Yeah. What am I meant to do, Wait, Billy, in a collision? What am I meant to do? What are my acts uh, like? I've no pedals in front of me, and, well, and I, you know, if I would, I would hope that your son in the car with you would not be traveling and breaking speed limits. But I'll, I'll tell you what, Niall, you you were talking to someone about no, Australia. no, no, don't you, refer you, back to Niall. I'm not asking you, I'm not asking you, Billy. I just want to, Billy, hold on, address me for I want to make a point. Here. What am I meant to do, Billy? Why don't you calm down? What am I meant to do with a person? What am I meant to do with a person beside me, Billy? I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. What should have happened there is your son was your son was caught in a high performance car on a provisional license with an without an L plate. Yeah, no, no, no. Right? Billy, we're not going there. Being an uninsured, right. being an uninsured driver he on got the road. A, he that got away with it, Billy. He got away with it. He got away with it. Confiscated. Billy should have been Billy. scrapped. Billy, that's what you. I'm going to tell you now, Billy. Now. You, 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 you're a begrudger, Billy. And you're a begrudger I'm not my a begrudger. Son. I'm yeah. not a begrudger. You are a begrudger, Billy, because I'm not being listened to you, Billy. Right? Now, here's the thing, Billy. Can I just say something to you, Noel, and Billy? Here's the thing, Go Billy. for it. You are a begrudger. 
See now, oh, he great. has fought. See, he's out on his own now, Billy. No, you are, Billy. You're a little good, bitch. Good for I'll him. I'll tell you why you're a little bitch. Jesus. And you he's know what? He's happy. out on his own, Billy. Hold on, Billy. Hold on, Billy. Billy. Billy, he wasn't going to kill anybody, Billy. You little arsehole, Billy. Oh, hang on, Sean. There's no, enough of the personal insults now, all right? Man, you're no, and arsehole. by the way, I know Billy's name. You don't have to keep saying it all the time. There's no need for that. And here's the thing. Uh, and I want to say this. Make an argument, no, you can't make an argument. You can't make an argument. I am making an argument. You play the man. No, no, no. You're just getting now, pissed off What that girl said about her daughter. Hold on for a minute. What that girl said about her daughter. She's a safe driver. And she trusts her. She's done her lessons. Same as my son. He's doing his lessons, right? Now, it's not your fault that the fucking NDLS is taking his time to get their licenses involved. Now, what we doing is, as parents, now, fair enough, she didn't let our, our daughter drive. I let my son drive. Now, mm-hmm. I'm glad I let him, because you know why? Now, he had he, he built up three years, no claims bonus, in my policy, behind my policy. And when, when he went for his policy, he got the discounts. And I'm glad for him. And I'm glad for him. And yeah, but, but here's the thing. But, the, but Sean, you do you hang on, Sean. Relax there for a second, will you? Um, he, you do realize if he had got caught driving with no insurance, with no insurance, you're saying he was on your insurance, right? But he was 17 on a learner permit. Your insurance company would not cover him on that car if he had anything had happened. Oh, that's how much I trusted him, Noel. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. How... But that's great. But if the guards had pulled him in or he was involved in an accident, he would have ended up with penalty points on his license or an endorsement on his license and he wouldn't be getting insurance. Noel, hold on. Can I say something to you, Noel? Yeah. He was pulled three or four times, Noel, by the guardie on the way home and he was asked to produce insurance a couple of times, which he did. And he's under my name. That he's the he's the driver of that car, and there was. I'm no assuming they asked him for a license too. Did the guards not recognise the fact that he was an Arnold driver? Of course they did, and he did say it. Where's your where's your where's your full license driver? Where's your and L plates? And where's your L plates? Oh. Yeah. No, they didn't I, even you know mention. What? I, I agree there. I agree. My 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 daughter's friend has to drive to work, and this is part of my daughter's job. She's meant to be driving, and she's suspended at the moment from this part of her job because she can't drive. But one lad is on a provisional. And he drives in every day from Meath and he was stopped. And the guards asked him, where was his driver? And he said, I'm waiting a year on this test and I need to drive into work. And you know what the guards said to him? They said, be careful and mind yourself. That's what the guards said to him. But the only thing I will say in Billy's Billy's defense and what he said, driving is not an entitlement. Noel. Driving a car is a privilege. It's not an entitlement. You're not entitled to drive a car. Noel. I, I never said it was... I never said that, Noel. But the fact of the matter is, Noel, my son got through three years of this. And the fact of the matter is, he is a safe driver. What that girl just said there. I'm glad he is. Just kicked in there and said, of course he is. But the, of three, course. the likes of Billy there and, and, and all this. The likes um, of Billy. And, uh, hold on, no. hold on. You're, you're, you're saying the likes of me, right? I'm I'm on your fucking side here, buddy, because I'm saying the NDLS needs to hire more testers to clear the bloody backlog, right? But what I'm also saying is, you have encouraged your kid to break the law. Like, that's what's wrong I with have. this country. People and I do, are and encouraging and here, their the thing, kids Billy. to break Hold the on, law Billy. left, right and centre. And we're wondering can why I the say something is to going to fucking shit. Billy, Billy, can I say something to you? I, as I said, Please. I'm a professional driver. And Billy, here's the thing. My daughter, one year's time from now, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to teach her how to drive when she's 16 mm-hmm. in, 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 in industrial car parks. 
right? I'm going to teach her how to drive. And when she's, when she's seven then, she's going to be insured under me again. And there's not going to be no L plates, no N plates, no nothing. And she's going to do the same again as her, as her, as her brother did. And you know why? And, 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 and you know what? It is. You know what? That's the way you know it is. That, you know what? You know what we have to hold our kids. We have to hold our kids. We have to hold the N plates. Hold the L plates. So I say, well, hang on, say there, all of you. Let me just. Have I got time? Oh, I haven't got time to go to Adrian. Oh, Adrian, go on. I'll give you a minute before we get to the news. Go on, Adrian. Go ahead. Hi, Niall. How are you giving? I do apologise. I'm running really short of time, but make it as, as quick as you possibly can. And, uh, don't, don't, don't. Look, my point is, uh, it's true in this country, the uh, short people from uh, the test of the instructors. My opinion is something like, why they don't try also with the, uh, to, to make the test drive with the... Um, uh, traffic guards because what I know they are the best ones what you can pass at the level you know mm-hmm. like my license I, I got my license with with a, 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 um, the guard traffic man beside me no instructor for the and whatever they are you know yeah yeah so there was no instructor no and where did you get your license by the way originally you see I took it on 97 from Romania and I started laughing when I started when I hear about the license how easy how easy is it to get a driver's license in Romania? No, you see, it's not easy because you see we, we got thirty hours with a school instruction, not only okay. first, like thirty hours. Okay, that's a long time. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. You're doing also a few hours on the night time to, to, to learn to drive on the night time. Oh, okay, so your lesson so the lessons that you get, the thirty hours must be done day and night. Of course, yeah. yeah. Okay, that doesn't happen here, and, I don't and, think. Yeah. And, and, no, and uh, when we get a test we the guards in the car know we the we someone else what they think they are they are better instructor or whatever you know yeah 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 okay like it's different like you see when and you are you when testing, you're waiting for the test Adrian are you allowed to drive a car on your own no no yes. no we don't have this you see you are you are allowed to drive with the car only without thirty hours with instructor it's true we don't have that difference of two years from sixteen to eighty to doing. Um, lesson with your parents or your friends, you know. Okay, so once you do your lessons, you must then do your test. And how, if you make an application in Romania to do a driving test, how long will you be waiting to do the test? You see, it back in the day, you 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 took it on the same day. You 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 take the on the test day. On the morning, oh, okay. On the same on the day. If you pass the test, and next that's hour you'll go you'll go with the with your cops to doing the the driving test, you know. To see, Billy, that's how it should be done. On the last day, if you do your last lesson, you do your test on the day. Well, no, no, the, the issue there the, is we don't have the, the, we don't have the number of testers. No, we don't. Karen, do you believe that people should be allowed to drive a car on a learner permit with no qualified driver with them? For the first twelve months, I believe that they should have to have a learner or a full driver with them. Mm-hmm. But after 12 months, I, I do think then that they should be allowed to drive without a full driver. Like at the end of the day, what I can't understand is youngsters of 16 years of age are allowed to drive tractors and trailers, doing, do silage runs, do all this, like with big machinery, you know. Most of that would be driven on their own land, but most of that's driven on private land. Most of it. Well, I well, I, I suppose being from the country myself, to be honest with you, Nile, like in back roads where I'm living, like you would meet young lads coming towering up the road towards you with, during the silage season there, and they're they're doing everything they can with, and like to get as fast as they can. Yeah. And like with big loads behind them, like it's, it's ludicrous to think that 
while we have this argument, and yes, I believe in safety first, and it's paramount. But like they're, they're the, the biggest argument is that unfortunately there are just are not enough instructors, which is crazy. You know, mm. it's crazy to think that this is still the case at this day and age. But like, yet at sixteen, somebody can sit behind the wheel of of a of a tractor or a trailer, or in, with a with a trailer on behind it, or with machinery. Yeah, with four tons. Yeah, they're legal to yeah. do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, I, 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 I understand the argument, and I don't know the statistics on how many accidents that sixteen-year-olds have been involved in driving tractors in rural Ireland. I don't know the the stats on that, you know. But I do know the stats involving. Well, I don't know them directly, but there are stats involving, you know, unaccompanied drivers who are involved in accidents, and for that very reason, we have legislation now that says you can't do that anymore. Yeah, and I understand that completely. Mm. I, 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 you know, I'm, my heart goes out to families who are directly impacted by that and victims. But, but in saying that, I, I understand your argument too, that after a year, they're reasonably qualified to drive a car. Now they may not pass a test yet, but they're reasonably qualified to drive a car. And I suppose that was the way it was when I got my license. On the first license, you had to have a competent driver. And but, the same with myself. Yeah, I'm in my mid forties, and it was the same. You know. We, we got our we got a license and the first provisional you weren't like I actually smiled when you said it earlier on because it brought me back years. Yeah. Um and like if it's a thing that you were able to access your test and just didn't bother your behind going for it, that's one thing. But the reality is, unfortunately, the, the testers just aren't there, so like kids aren't able to access the test. My friends at the moment whose children are have done all their like their lessons, they're driving with their parents as often as they can. And but still can't can't get access to a driving test. Yeah, and but you know, but I'm hearing some of the stories tonight of people waiting over a year for a test. It is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's the government's that's fault. Crazy. But then again, this is the Irish government. They don't seem to be able to do anything right. Anything right, exactly. Mm. I think we're going to have a competition during the week. Jane has suggested it. We'll have a competition to see if anybody can suggest something the Irish government have done right recently or done a good job of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll have a winner. That's the problem, but. <laughs> uh, but but I do accept that, and it brings back memories for me too. And I knew people who drove on provisional licenses for years, never even bothered doing the test. <laughs> they were just drove on a provisional license. In those days, you didn't have to. Well, nobody mentioned having an L plate up in a window, and um, you you didn't have to. You could renew your license even if you failed your test. You just renewed your provisional license and kept driving. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but it's all changed now, of course, and and. And they do say, by the way, that you know the roads are a safer place because of legislation that we brought in. I'm looking here from 2018. The proportion of learner drivers involved in fatal car accidents is much lower than the proportion of learner drivers on the road. Almost 9% of all drivers in Ireland hold a learner permit, but figures supplied to RTE by the Road Safety Authority suggest that in the past four years, just 5.8% of fatal collisions involved a learner driver. So actually, that's not a bad statistic. That kind of suggests that learner drivers actually are not involved in fatalities. Now, mind you, you also have to factor into that learner drivers wouldn't be driving as much. Do you know what I mean? As, say, professional drivers or people who are driving back and forward to work every day and on their own, et cetera, et cetera. So that has to be factored into those stats. No, I I do fully agree, though, that learner drivers should not be allowed to drive like anything higher than a 1.4, for example. Yes. You know, that I think that just goes without saying well, well there, there is a restriction, isn't there? 1.6, I think, is the restriction. Yeah, 1.6, I think, is the restriction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I even remember in my day, 
um, you couldn't get insured on anything bigger than a two litre until you were 25. That's right, yeah. yeah. So we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Dave. Dave, hi, how are you? What's crack? Dave, I mean, what do you think? Should you be allowed to drive without a qualified driver with you? Does it uh, I don't know. Like, once upon a time, I would have banged the drum for the learner driver, but like you said it yourself there, statistically, accidents involving learner drivers have gone down, you know? Like, I think the, the issue is just we just don't have enough testers. I mean, um, like, I did my, my driving test six years ago, and uh, the guy told me, that a lot of lads were just aging out, you know, they were just retiring and they weren't being replaced. Like Tipperary Town, for example, is a perfect example. My my cousin was supposed to do his driving test tomorrow, but it was cancelled at the last minute because they don't have a tester to come down and actually do the test with him. So I think we need a, a, a massive um, hiring drive, you yeah. know, to actually bring more bring more testers in. And has, like, he got a, did guys, he, has he got another date for his test, by the way? No, no, he could be waiting another four, five, six months. It just ah, depends on when to get somebody because it's such a back. Like, ah, well, you remember when I was, do you remember when I was doing my test? Was saying it to me. He said um, that they they were considering doing another amnesty if you're on your second or third license. But I suppose whatever EU department they had to run that by were like, listen, if you do that, we're you're, we're not going to insure your drivers on on the road. Oh, I, I remember that was in the paper at the time. Yes, the EU said that that insurance companies couldn't insure drivers who <laughs> had an amnesty, and I I, I can understand yeah. that too. Well, I, yeah, because I mean, this is like there's a massive difference between driving on like the roads I drive on daily and driving on say the autobahn, for example. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but to be fair, though, no, but I think testers are a bit of a problem here as well because like I remember the first time I did my driving test, I failed it spectacularly. You know, and a lot of it was because when I went in, your man called my name and I went up because I hi, I'm Dave. Yeah, put out the hand to shake his hand, and he just looked at me. You know, and just looked me up and down and goes. Come in. You know what I mean? So immediately he didn't put me at ease. You know, like I, I started getting anxious. And then the second time I did it then, uh, when I passed, I even said it to around in the car. I was like, listen, pass or fail? I just want to say thanks because you've actually really put me at ease here. I feel like I'm driving around with one of the boys in the car. And he's like, he, your man even said, he goes, look, my job is to test you on your driving. He goes, I know within five minutes exactly the kind of driver you are. But he's like, I work with people and they will actually crack jokes about how nervous they made someone the morning of the test. I remember the same thing happened to my son when he was doing the test. And I, you know, I thought I trained him well to have good manners and everything. And the tester came out of his office and he, 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 you know, he said his name, you know, and he got up and he walked over and he put his hand out to shake his hand and the tester wouldn't shake his hand. So anyway, he he failed the test. I can't remember what he failed on on that particular day. And I went over to the tester afterwards, being me, and I said, can I ask you a question? And he said, yeah. I said, why were you so rude to him? Because he told me all throughout the test he was really rude to him. He was, didn't make eye contact, wasn't nice to him. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want him to be his best friend. But that was exactly the reason he says to me. He says, eh, I'm not his friend. I'm a tester. And I said, yeah, but yeah. I said, he just put his hand out to shake your hand. There was no harm to shake your hand. It wasn't the COVID or anything like that. You know, I mean, I, I find that the lack of manners that they have, it's it's too structured and... They don't put people in no, these, you're right. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, he was just being an asshole, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I, listen, I've, I've met one or two of them. Some of them are just shitheads. Um, no, but like, think about it. You get into your car, right? You're not getting into your car going, oh, fuck, I have to drive to the shop. Uh, what am I supposed to do here at the roundabout? Do you know what I mean? You're just, you're driving. Yeah, have, I looked like, at me, oh, have I looked at me mirror three times before? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, have, yeah. have I done mirror, mirror signal? You know, they, um, you, you know, don't run over this cyclist in front of me. Do you know? But like, you're yeah, not, and like, nobody actually drives like that. You know what I mean? No, you're you're not on edge 
like that when you're driving. You know what I mean? And if it wasn't for if it wasn't for the guy that I had the second time, I probably would have failed it again because I get fierce anxious sometimes. You know? But like, I, I genuinely like that is a person. But we just we just need more testers. We you know it's it's really that simple. And I mean, you, I, know, you know, I didn't do a driver's test by the way. I'd never done the test. Yeah, I know you. You got the amnesty, didn't you? No. I didn't get the answer. What was your What was your first car? Was it a Woolly Mammoth or a Brontosaurus? <laughs> <laughs> my f- my very first car was a Fate One Two Seven, but I did the test in my father's car, which was a Ford Escort. And I, the story goes right very quickly because I have to go to Thomas very quickly as well. And um, the story goes, I arrived up in Park Eighth Street at the test centre in Phoenix Park there, and the tester got into the car and he was an arsehole. And so he got into the car right, and he had his he had, yeah he had his folder on his lap. And uh, he said to me, he, said, he told me to turn left there at Phoenix Park as you're heading into town, up the street, up like a hill. And, and he says, okay, and I'm driving. And he says, uh, take the next right. And he's di- he what, didn't look at me, he just kept looking ahead of him. Take the next right. So I looked on the ground and I saw a sign that said no entry. At least I thought I did. It said, it said no entry. <laughs> so I just kept driving. And he looked at me and he went, I thought I told you to turn right there. And I said, there's a sign on the, on the ground that says no entry. He said, that's an old sign. He said, that's been burnt off. And I said, yeah, but I could still see it. And it said no entry. And he said, I wouldn't try and trick you. And I said, well, I thought that was part of the test thing that you were trying to trick me to see when I turn right. And he says, why do you think I do that? And he started shit. I said, don't you raise your voice at me. And he says, I'm not raising. I said, yes, you are. I said, and I slammed the car into second gear, right? Turned to the U-turn, and he went, and he was holding onto the seat, and he was now, now calm down, calm down, calm down. And I says no, and I, he said, I said, where, I said, where, he said, where are you bringing me? I said, I'm bringing you back to the test center. Was going down the road, and I opened the door of the car. I reached across him, opened the door of the car, and I said, get out of the car. And he said, uh, well, now hold on, hold on, Mister Boylan, hold on, hold on. And I said, just get out of the car. I said, I'm going to put in a complaint about you. And uh, he said, no, it's no problem at all. He says, well done, congratulations, you passed your test. And he handed me the certificate. Hey, listen, I'll do another one before I leave you go. Uh, I, I, the, right, so it's before the Burger King incident, you became a Karen, so, right? Nice one. We're, we're establishing a time. I'll right be careful. There's a real Karen yeah. on the air. <laughs> no, I, um, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I know when she was, she was doing her, she was doing her test in Turles, and um, you man was like, right, uh, head out the road here. And she's like, yeah, no problem. Keeps heading out the road, keeps heading out the road, keeps heading out the road. She's like, we're in the countryside now. She goes as far as Templemore. And turn us to Templemore. It's a bit of a spin. Um, she looked at your man anyway. Uh, your man was fast asleep in the, the pasture seat beside her. <laughs> your, man, your man was after KO and there. He just after, uh, so she pulled in somewhere and woke him up. He was like, oh, Jesus. Um, look, we'll go back to the test centre. Congratulations, you passed. We won't take this <laughs> yeah. Well done on the long distance driving. Let me, hang on, let me go to Thomas. Thomas, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, you're 19 years of age. Okay, young man, good. Okay, so you are you doing your test or what's the story? I've done my test there two weeks ago and I failed and I'm currently on the RSA website right now as we speak and the waiting times are in around the 52-week mark. So it's Wow. Right, so you, you've no... And does it matter? Can, can you pick a different test centre or whatever? Or are you allowed to do that? Um, what some people were doing, and I've done it myself, and that's how I got my test fairly... My first test fairly quick is you book at a test centre down in, let's say, Lights of Monaghan. And then when you get a date, you change back to wherever in Dublin it is. Okay. And that's how I got my test fairly quick enough. I got it first time. I didn't pass first time, but I got my... Um, how, why did you fail it, by the way? What did you do wrong? 
Um, I'm not going to lie, it was something silly. I think I may have just cut a corner. I was going to say, did you run over a pedestrian? <laughs> That'll do it. Okay. Yeah, the cyclist, not, not, it's not okay. Much, not much <laughs> Uh, and are you confident you'll get it when you do eventually get a test 52 weeks later? So what are you going to do, by the way? Do you have a car? Um, I drive my uh, parents' car at the moment, and um, I, um, I drive machinery the odd time as well, and I've been in machinery since I was a kid. So well, driving a tractor, is it? Uh, smaller tractors, yeah. Oh, Karen, he's a tractor driver. And dumper. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Karen had a thing about tractor drivers. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, and are you planning to get your own car soon? Uh, yeah, that's the plan. As soon as I pass my test, but I can never understand folks paying three thousand euro for a year to drive a car that they legally cannot drive, and if they are in a crash, their insurance is void anyway. So it's yeah, it's pointless. Well, yeah. If you don't have the learner or the qualified driver with you, your your insurance is void. It's void as soon as you have a crash. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you don't have a qualified driver with you. If you're in a learner permit and you don't have a qualified driver with you, your insurance is invalid. Totally. And even the theory test itself is, um, as, I'm just, as, as the first time I've done my theory test, I failed again. And what the silly, silliest questions was a picture of a sheep. And the question was a multiple choice question. What is this sign mean? Does it mean possibility of farm animals ahead or possibility of sheep ahead? I picked uh, the picture of a sheep, so I... Take the possibility of sheep ahead, the possibility of farm animals ahead. Does it make a difference? Yeah. What difference does it make, by the way, if the sheep or far- if sheep is a farm animal? So what what difference would it really make if you answered the question either way? Sheep are softer when you hit them. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> softer when they come through the windshield. <laughs> I don't you know. Dinner and a jumper. I don't know if I'd pass a theory test now. If somebody gave me a motor theory test, I don't, I'm not too sure whether I'd pass it or not. There's too many questions on the theory test to try to trick you out, like. Yeah. There is. That's how they make money. So, yeah, there is, holding, there is a high fail rate. I, I think the fail rate's over 50% um, for the test in general, the driving test in general. So yeah. there is a bit of a money-making aspect to it. In, down the road for me, in uh, where I am, uh, the pass rate is in around the 40% mark, so it's not that high it's actually one of the lowest in the country which I didn't know at the time unbeknownst to me when I when I booked a test there so Real People Real Opinions Real Talk Radio The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show